episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur's Podcast. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B-I-Z-Z-A-R-R-O. For anyone out there who wants to look us up on social media, on Instagram and Facebook, you can find us at Justin and the Food Entrepreneurs. Uh, today I have with us Desta from Chef Handed from Atlanta, Georgia. How are you doing today, Desta? I'm well. Thanks for having me, Dustin. So, Desta, tell us about yourself. Tell us a little bit about your history. I know you come from New York originally. We talked a little bit about it since I recognized your area code um, (laughs) as you called into the studio. But sort of tell us about you, your life story, what it is um, that got you to where you are now, and then obviously what it is that you are doing now. Well, uh, my birthplace is New York and um, where lots of my family still reside. Um, But I spent a lot of time in the South. um, And professionally, my background is actually in music education. Um, And I spent many years um, in Atlanta specifically uh, working in that realm um, of music education. And I will say within the last few years, decided that I wanted to step away from education um, and try my hand at project management, um, which is something I had always been interested in. Um, As you know, running a classroom can be very much like running projects. And so it was really easy for me to make the transition. So I found a group of technologists here in Atlanta and started project managing for them. And it was just really exciting to me to see concepts go from idea to MVP and then eventually to market. So during uh, my project management you know, term, I decided that I wanted to launch my own product and decided to go into the food industry, which obviously I have no formal training in. So it was a lot of learning um, from various chefs, consultants, that kind of thing. And I knew that I wanted to include technology. It just makes sense, you know, today to, to make sure that that's at the forefront, that I don't just have great food and service, but that I also have technology in there. Uh, and that was really tough. Um, just wasn't prepared for what would come, regardless of how many instructors I had, mentors I had. It was just always something coming up. And I had an injury, actually, that uh, stopped me from continuing that business. And so decided to take this technology that I invested so much time and resources into and open it up to the public and that's what chef handed is and so um let's talk about chef handed uh in detail and and what it is you're you're hoping to achieve with it and sort of the role that you have now um and also like sort of where are you hoping it goes for people and what are you hoping they gain out of it so chef handed is an online ordering system And I am hoping that Chef Candid lowers the barrier to entry, not only for business owners and food entrepreneurs, but also for customers. And so right now, uh, I will say that we are in various states um, within the country, but I would like to eventually have um, businesses that I'm helping in every state in the Caribbean and beyond. So um, that's kind of a <laughs> an overhead of 
of where I'd like to go. I really, I really like what you, you've done with this. I mean, it, it turned something that you did yourself, you've turned into um, people being able to use for themselves, particularly for their food businesses. And, mm-hmm. um, and the way they do their online ordering uh, in particular. And, and the, I mean, there's a, can you do delivery from it as well? I'm on the website now. Absolutely. So um, we provide uh, pickup and delivery options delivery in all 50 states and what happens is you know it doesn't take very long to sign up and once you're signed up you'll have access to like i said either pickup or delivery um and we provide all of all of those delivery drivers for you and just facilitate a very easy way for a customer to come on place an order and then you know either pick up from your location or have the food delivered to them uh, we also work well for those who are super busy or not so tech savvy because we'll auto generate your ordering website. So it's not even something that you really have to think about. Just, you know, let us know what your menu is and you can have a ordering website within minutes. I, I, I love this and I'm, I want to play around with this uh, and okay. with my own company and, and my own entrepreneurial ways. And I'm like, oh, I like this and I, and I like what you've done here and. And now that I know you, I'm like, hmm, this is something that I would love to work through and just test for my own just curiosity, If even if I never use it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a tendency to do that, although I find everything comes around sometime. You use it sometime. But it's it's a cool way of of offering something different. I think all of us have sort of our standard, you know, ideas in mind. But if you go online, I mean, tell me how you have thought about you know the customer experience so i'm a restaurant i sign up for your delivery service you guys go in there how do you know me as your customer or or restaurant or whatever um make sure that you're marketing me effectively i mean do i have to provide you for all information so i guess walk me through a little bit of how i get my products online um how to use your software and then how you push it out there i guess your site so people use it for the delivery if you don't mind. Sure. So from the business owner's uh, standpoint, um, a lot of business owners already have a social media presence. They've already got loyal customers or people who are willing to support, right? And so what we do is we have tools built into the platform that allow you to market yourself, whether it be, you know, text messaging or creating and distributing um coupon codes, you know, uh, scanning for QR codes, all of those different tools are available to you to use to market yourself. Okay. Um, And so it just, it just kind of gives you ownership, I guess, you know, of your audience, um, which is something that you lose with a lot of the, you know, big three, big four companies. And then when it comes to the delivery part, um, The business is actually not responsible for those fees. As you know, you're a restaurant owner. You're going to lose, you know, 30% or so using a third-party delivery service. In this case, if your customers want to pick up, you know, it's it's, it's almost no fees. And then if they want to have it delivered, then they pay the fee and, 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 um, you know, have their food delivered. So it's really... um, easy, I think, for the restaurant owners that way. Um, There's tracking, 
um, so that you can easily see where your driver is. You can see when they'll arrive um, to you. Um, and we update messages, automate messages to your customers. So you don't have to worry about telling them the food is in preparation, the food is you know, on the way. They will be notified every time the food goes through a change in phase, whether it's from accepting to completed. I love that. It's like the Domino's pizza tracker. I love that <laughs> yeah. thing. Just, um, okay, guys, I'm, I might suffer a little bit and be part of the generation that likes instant gratification <laughs> a little bit somewhat in there. I'm at the tail end or the beginning of it, I should say, not the tail end, the tail end of the generation before. Um, but so if I'm in an area that you don't have drivers in, I can just sign up and do pickup only. I mean, how does that it's work? Yes. So we're in about we're in about 4000 cities now. We do have drivers in about 4000 cities. But in the case that we don't have drivers in your area, you can set your um, ordering system to pick up only and your customers can just pick up. And when the order is ready, uh, we'll send them a text message and they'll get the address and, and uh, pick up their order. Well, that's awesome. So what if um, I want to use your system for pickup and delivery can i do my own delivery or is it your delivery drivers only well it's an interesting question and we have had many businesses who decide that hey i'm running catering orders or i'm running you know really large orders or i have my own fleet of drivers and vehicles what they have done is is um set their store to pick up only and customers will just, you know, provide the information and your drivers can still drop off uh, the food. So you can absolutely use your own um, delivery drivers and set your own delivery driver fee if that's something that you want to do. Not oh, a problem. Interesting. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So next steps in terms of, I mean, where do you, where do you want this to go? I mean, you've talked about the Caribbean. We've talked about... Um, the availability. So, well, actually, let me back up before I get down that road. I have one more question on our <laughs> way there. Um, if I want to be a driver for you guys, how do I go about doing that? So we actually do not hire drivers. Um, so we're, we're not in that business. We're specifically dedicated to um, food entrepreneurs, not drivers. So, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> how does, so explain that to me how so how do i how do you guys do the delivery then mm -hmm. so we partner with th third-party deliverers and they manage the drivers they hire the drivers they vet the drivers um and we communicate with them but um you know and many companies actually are doing that integrating with other delivery services so, so i like this so <clears throat> i'm in milledgeville georgia i don't know if you have drivers here but let's say I wanted to say, okay, now I want to get into this and I want to do the drivers since I have businesses here anyway. So mm -hmm. I could actually work with you to have my own driver's business here since I could be possibly doing it for my own business anyway, as an example. Yes. I mean, mm -hmm. if I understand what you're asking, if, yes, you could totally integrate your own. Yes. I mean, it would be a city. It would only be in cities you didn't have people. So you're looking for people to take on that responsibility, the insurance, the maybe the vehicles, the driver um, or the driver's vehicle or whatever it is, <clears throat> that responsibility. And you're sort of being the integration of all the pieces. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Were you we put ready it all for, together. You ready for my next question? <laughs> sure. What if I have multiple locations? Oh, that's fine. We have businesses with multiple locations um, or multiple food trucks. And so um, they just have their own accounts. Each uh, location will have their own account. That way you can keep track of their location. You can keep track of their specific customers, their customer orders. All of that information um, will be provided in the analytics on, on your admin side. So if you have multiple locations, which, like I said, we have businesses who do that is not a problem you just sign for multiple accounts and that's pretty cool so uh, when you have multiple accounts do you have the admin ability to oversee those accounts in the example or are they all just operate individually and i can tie them together through admin yes so they all operate individually um, and, and I just think that it's best that way so you're not overlapping. So uh, let's say there's one location that what, – what's a big seller on your menu? Well, I mean, we do a lot of hospital institutions. I guess for um, for co-packing our meals, probably like a beef brisket. Mm, okay. Brief, beef brisket in one location. And could you give me something for another? Uh, I'll give you beef brisket for Milledgeville and pulled pork for Roanoke, Virginia. Okay. Wow. Okay. So see, this is why it would be best to have it separated yeah. as yeah. we do. With you, um, are buying in bulk, I'm sure, but you want to make sure that you are getting what is needed for each individual location. Having your analytics separated just makes it easier because now you can say hey i need to send this shipment to milledgeville or i need to send you know this pork to virginia versus trying to separate it all yourself like it you know yeah, so we I just see exactly what you're saying mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we just try to make it easier that way for um the business owner because some people are just cooks some people are just pastry chefs some people are business minded and so what we're trying to do is make the system so that anybody on any level can can operate um through chef handed well and one of the things is um is that the ability to just sort of have the flexibility and just you know being able to do pickup and ordering um through a website i think is pretty awesome i mean we all know the grub hubs and the whatever else there is in the world but i think <clears throat> you know they don't have to be the only ones and i love that there's competition coming and i love the way that you're doing it in the model and there's a lot of different ways you can help them by mm -hmm. allowing pickup i don't think there's pickup options on the other ones if i'm mistaken i've never tried but mm -hmm. um, I like that you sort of supply the solution and then it can still go through the entrepreneur's website or social media to push that option. So it's pushing traffic your way as well, but also pushing traffic towards them. Absolutely. And we partner with... Uh, food trucks and so as you know some of those larger companies they're not offering the pickup so you can't walk up to a truck and order online and in this climate with social distancing you know uh, being uh, a requirement you know in some places or suggested in others it just really makes it easy no headache for the business owner um, say of a food truck or, or a food trailer to just have customers skip the line you know order from your vehicle and when it's time to pick up you can do that you know or have it delivered whatever you choose 
Yeah, I like that it follows the food trucks as well. I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And we also offer um, the same services for, say, an event space uh, where you may have multiple vendors. And um, so Chef Candid works very well in those cases so that you're and I think you have something like that coming up soon, don't you? Um, yeah, we do a lot of events um, and things mm-hmm. like that as a business, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. catering and I know we do large scale contracts as well and various mm-hmm. co-packing, but yeah, we have different concepts and different things and cafes and stuff we're working on <clears throat> interesting, something similar to what you're talking about, which is trying to find solutions to pick up and delivery options. So right. the timing is kind of ideal, which is why I was <laughs> looking at some of it anyway. And I'm like, Hmm, I'd like to, pick your brain i might as well do it on a podcast so uh, you know there you go why not go to the source and uh, so um what is your favorite part about doing this as an entrepreneur i mean what do you enjoy most about building this company and sort of what it's doing in 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 the way that it's helping people I love uh, making connections with chefs. I love the fact that I have such a cool group of what I like to call my mentors, being culinary um, instructors, um, consultants, uh, chefs. Um, You know, I, I love the fact that I'm able to connect with so many of those people because um, it's one thing to build a platform that I think works for this industry. It's another thing to speak to chefs, to speak to business owners, to speak to people who are just starting or have been in this, this industry for 30 years that can tell me what really works from the truck or the, the line or, you know, from all of those aspects. And so I really love drawing that, those connections, that connectivity. And again, um, in this climate, just a, providing a working solution, an affordable solution. Um, so that's, that's my favorite part, the connectivity, really. I, I think it's, I, I love that that's a piece because that's such an important piece. I think there's a book out there called Connectors. I read it a while ago, like, in grad school but um or while in grad school i don't think it was curriculum but it's um but it's just that how important and how essential it is in every business that there's people that are connectors and they may not be actually directly coming from that industry but they get involved and that they see a, a, an issue or a potential solution to a problem that they could create and, and they get involved and connect in the pieces. So I, I, I like what you're doing there, and I think that's so much fun. What would you say is the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur that you found? Oh, man. <laughs> um, the hardest part is part of that connectivity again, you know, um, because I am bringing technology to the chefs custom technology essentially to the chefs um and so helping them understand what works what's scalable you know i find that to be a bit challenging you know um so that that has been difficult 
uh, very, very difficult. I think I'm getting better at it, but but it's something I work at every single day. <laughs> no, and I, I can I I understand that completely. It's just an interesting, you know, it's an interesting world being an entrepreneur in, in that sense for sure. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what what drives you every day? What drives you to to continue to do this? What drives you to continue to help people with, you know, we talked about what you love every day, but what really drives you inside? I mean, what, at the end of the day, when you look back, what are you hoping that you accomplish through all this? Mm-hmm. I am hoping ultimately to build businesses. And so in the very beginning, um, when the team was really small, I was doing the onboarding. I was uploading menu items. I was training. I was doing, you know, training people while on the phone to do customer service. So much I was doing. And hearing success stories of a grandmother who um, works three jobs and through Chef Handed is now completely independent and getting ready to open up uh, a location that's inspiring to me, you know, um, learning about, say, uh, um, uh, another story, someone who started with one truck and now has three is inspiring. As you know, so many food businesses close within the first year. The first five years are really tough. And so, being able to see that success in the middle of even, you know, COVID issues um, is, is really inspiring to me. And so I'm, I'm driven by that. How do I help um, these food entrepreneurs become successful and continue to grow their businesses? You know, that that inspires me. And I bet a lot of that is tied to my previous career, you know, as a former music educator driving my students to success and and checking their performance and seeing how well they're doing. And so I apply a lot of that care um, and a lot of those principles to Chef Handed as well. I want everyone to succeed, whether you're open one day a week or seven days a week. Well, and what a perfect opportunity for your business. I mean, you've been building something that now is the time for this business. Um, We've talked about it on the podcast before, and I want to make this point is that hardship happens no matter what, whether there's always an externality, whether it's a natural disaster or something bad happening within families or whatever COVID in this case, um, real estate, how many years ago, these things happen. And we, we don't necessarily always know what we're building for that, what opportunity lies ahead, but you built something that is now perfect for the situation, more pickup, more delivery, food trucks needed help right? Food trucks were not being brought into breweries because breweries weren't bringing people in into their, their facilities, for example, as mm-hmm. one of their opportunities. And so how do you do business? Well, I can still do delivery and pickup. Uh, how do I do that? Well, now you have a solution. Absolutely. And so I think that that is a business model. And I think we're going to see a lot of that, ladies and gentlemen. There's a lot of room there. You don't need to be a restaurant with a full 27-item menu anymore. You can be a restaurant with 10 items um, or a truck with four items and still survive and do very well. So it makes you think. you got to do really well at those four or 10 items. <clears throat> but mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. So 
quick side quick side question just to 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 not make it so stale about business what is your favorite <laughs> type of food oh um i love jamaican food <laughs> I, I love uh indian food can i give you my top three how about that yeah, it's hard for me to choose <laughs> i love jamaican food i love um Thai and Indian. Those are my three go-tos. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I love all those foods as well. It's interesting. I'm actually, the popularity of those foods have in into home delivery meals and things like that have gone through the roof and actually working on concepts under all three of those uh, mm. for clients that are doing home meal delivery programs, interestingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I, I agree. I love jerk food. Um, what about What about yours? My favorite food, it's it's crazy. People always laugh, but it's definitely cheeseburgers. Like, and I don't want it with buns. I don't want it with buns. Like, I like just the cheeseburger, and I like all the toppings and stuff, but I don't like, I don't eat bread. So, really? I just, I like the burger. I like double patty. I like the meat. It's my favorite food, hands down. Okay. Um, <laughs> after that, uh, cuisine-wise, um mm-hmm. Uh, that's a tough one. Like sandwiches are, I love sandwiches, but I don't eat bread. So those are out. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I love Italian food for sure. Mm, that's good. But I've grown a fondness for ramen, like authentic Japanese ramen. I'm not talking about the package ramen in your, um, right, right, right. Yeah. I, I think that that's, uh, definitely become, I've had the best ramen I've ever had. Um, here in the United States, Ramen Heroes, the company you can get at home delivery. It's awesome. But in Amsterdam, randomly, um, I was there and um, with Deborah, my fiance, and we randomly walked in this ramen place. And seriously, it was hands down the best meal I've ever had, which is unusual for a person to say in the food business as long as I've been. Right. But it was hands down, blew me away. Which, by the way, it was a double whammy. There was hands down the best apple pie I've ever had at a bar that only served alcohol, coffee, and one kind of apple pie with or without whipped cream. That was your only option for oh, food. Oh, wow. And um, it was pretty amazing. Side note, I don't know why I'm going down that road. I like sushi. You know, okay. honestly, <laughs> that's the other one. If I were, I like the raw fish thing. Um, okay. Yeah, not too crazy. Jerk food. Okay. I'm the wrong guy to ask. I will eat anything. <laughs> There's very few things I don't like. So now I'm like, okay. oh, I could uh, I like this and I like that, which is fun to be in my business because I get to work with all sorts of different types of food, travel awesome. the world. So That is awesome. Yeah. Um, on that note, what is your favorite food to have delivered? Is it still those same items? Just out of mm. curiosity. My favorite food to have delivered is probably... Uh, this is out of there too. It's probably Ethiopian food. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I know that's kind of out there. I as love well. it. <laughs> I love it. I love that. I love Ethiopian food. I love like Kenyan food as well. And <clears throat> gosh, there's it's... just so many flavors. Like that's a whole untapped resource in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Spices and flavors, <laughs> like yeah. Mozambique and like. Um, South Africa and some of those, like there's all different places that have all these unique cuisines that have come out. Um, yes, Senegalese flavors and yeah. yeah, 
Mm-hmm. And it's just this, you know, I'm really interested to see what happens because we're people's palates are starting to open up. And I really feel it's going to be a total side note, but we're talking anyway. So let's just go down the road <laughs> is um, I guess people listen to hear me talk somewhat anyway, um, <clears throat> is how food I think if we really understand food and, and cuisine and how it comes together and food is food. I think it really builds an understanding of cultures or starts to in a curiosity where we start to really expose ourselves to more as human beings. And I think with the exposure that we give and that we pass on to our kids, there's just a level of understanding of human beings that just is there, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think food helps that curiosity. Oh my gosh, this food comes from Mozambique. Where's Mozambique? Oh, it's here. Oh my gosh, this is amazing, you know. They Right, right. You know, and then there's a curiosity and a trip and you know, we just start to open up our eyes a little bit. Um maybe that's a little bit harder now with COVID, but it's um but I think food may be a way of doing that in a lot of ways and it opens up people's eyes and curiosity. Yeah, you I know, would we agree all eat. So mm-hmm. But I'm I'm very excited about some of that. I'm seeing a lot of these trends start to spill their ways into the eastern and western United States for, you know, like the Ethiopian food and Kenyan food. Mm-hmm. There's always been restaurants in, in your groups and in your neighborhoods um, that, that, you know, are more popular for those ethnicities. But what's happening now is they're making their way into mainstream cooking, and it's a very exciting thing. I'm very excited mm-hmm. to see where it goes. Perry, mm-hmm. Perry, anyone who's seen it in the grocery store, that you comes from South Africa, Mozambique, Portuguese, Mozambique-style mm-hmm. uh, cooking. I can't remember. I think that's the combination there. Mm-hmm. But pretty cool. So, And I think there's chains in the United States now, Perry, Perry Chicken, also on the East Coast. So Really? Yeah, uh, I think on the Mid-Atlantic. So if they're still around, I don't know if they're still around. Right. So, okay, I'm off on a tangent. But so (laughs) let's talk about, I mean, that's the part of bringing everyone together, right? And that's the part of doing with food and you're creating opportunity together, which I think is so important. Why, you know, entrepreneurism, one of the things I love is exporting knowledge to people or exporting opportunity, right? We don't need it. Every opportunity doesn't need to be ours. And you've built your model that way. You're giving the opportunity to the restaurant entrepreneur. You're giving your uh, opportunity to the delivery, the food delivery company. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, is this what you intended when you sort of took it the direction you did? I mean, what pivots did you have to make along the way to sort of get here? Um, what mistakes did you make? Um, <laughs> I know. Tons. Come on, what kind of question is that? I know Tons. now there's an honest answer I've ever had on the podcast. <laughs> oh, people Tons. are like, oh, not too many. I'm like, yeah, you don't, you're not living the freaking bruised life I have. You know? <laughs> and I mean, literally bruises where I'm like trying to do CrossFit and jump, do a box jump, but my head's so far up my, you know what, thinking about something at work or I miss the box and totally mess up my shin, but that's the type of things, right? We do. (laughs) Yes. Those are the things that we do. Absolutely. (laughs) I've made so many mistakes, um, in the beginning, wanting to be a perfectionist and almost stalling to launch because I wanted everything so perfect and it had to look perfect. Everything had to work this specific way, you know, thinking about how I can appeal to 
uh, a really broad, like the culinary industry is so broad, you know, and I was doing way too much. And so, you know, when COVID hit, it was like, you don't have time to think about that. You, you say you're in the business of helping folks. You got to get this product out there, you know, to more people who need more help. You cannot, you know, um, you, you can't stay small. So you just got to go for it, you know? Um, so I will say that that, I, I don't know how clear that was, but no. honestly, you know, um, stalling was a mistake in the beginning. Um, you know, uh, coming up with solutions but they were difficult for my customer base to adapt because they already had systems in place and i'm like my solution's easier but you know uh, not i guess recognizing that just because it's easier and just because it's built into the platform doesn't mean that i'll necessarily have early adopters you know um and so that was frustrating you know um when i had my first partnership with an event and their vendors were all over the place and just trying to get them all onboarded onto the system so that customers could have a safe experience you know it it, it was such a headache (laughs) it was such a headache you know um also trying to um, get people to understand that just because it's commission free doesn't mean it's going to be a bad product. You know, when people hear low fees or they see that you actually care about them, they look at you with a bit of a side eye, you know, like, what do you mean? <laughs> you don't yeah. want to take my money? And I'm like, um, <laughs> you know, so I know. things that I, I thought would work um, just didn't. And I had to figure out how to pivot and I don't intend on stopping anytime soon. I just want to, you know, if I have to scrape my knee like you did, then I'll I'll do that and Mm -hmm. continue moving forward, you know? Yeah. I think it's just part of it. I'm some of it's literal physical or, or whatever we make mistakes, but I think Mm -hmm. it's just, it's part of falling forward or failing forward. I think it's, Mm -hmm. you know, Denzel Washington said in his speech and, um, Maxwell, I think, wrote a book on. So <clears throat> it's pretty cool um, to experience. And once you get used to it, it doesn't become so hard. I mean, you're just like, this is part of what it is. And it makes the victory so much sweeter when you, you've had a fight for them, at least my opinion. I mean, it doesn't feel good on the way there. And when you're in the in the trenches and it's day-to-day stuff or you know, it gets hard. And yet I do it repeatedly all over and over again. Uh, go back down the trenches, start some new concept over again, build some other new business, you know, so, um, also within our business, uh, sometimes. So it's, uh, it's a fun process. So, okay. So let's talk about next steps. Um, for you, do you see yourself staying in this space um, with this business? Do you see yourself, you know, getting into something else as an entrepreneur, or this is going to be something that really, you know, you feel that is going to passionately drive you for as long as you can think of? Well, yes, I do see myself staying in this space for some time. You know, as the industry changes, um, you know, there's 
there's there's more solutions that you need to provide. And so I don't know that I'm ever going to be at a point where I'm 100 percent satisfied and don't see room for growth. So for that reason, I could see myself here for a while. Also, technology is changing so quickly and the way we use it. Right. And so the ordering websites are really easy to use uh, from any device, mobile devices, right? And so as those things change and technology changes, you know, I have to make sure that my engineers are on point. (laughs) So I don't see this becoming something that I just put down um, for the foreseeable future, to be quite honest, because there's so much room, so many opportunities for growth and so many problems to solve, you know? So I, I, I am... I'm excited by the stories that I hear about, the people that I actually get to connect with. And I could certainly see myself um, in in this space for a long time. And and I agree with you. Anytime I've ever heard anyone say or people say, I feel like I'm chasing a moving target. And, you know, I'm constantly trying to do it and improve. And I've got to constantly do it. And it's a moving target. Then... That means you're doing the right thing. If you feel mm. you're chasing a moving target, yes, it's absolutely moving constantly, <laughs> rapidly, mm-hmm. you know, without, we have no control over it, you know, so you, you're right. You just got to keep going and uh, mm-hmm. keep moving forward. And mm-hmm. it's pretty exciting if you, you know, if you really think about it and you're a person that gets to do it in, mm-hmm. as a business, it's a pretty cool thing to get to do. Um, it definitely, life stays interesting. You know, there's these bombshells that go off every once in a while that, you know, they're hard at the time, but they're the ones you remember for sure, especially at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, um, do you order from your own website to, to see how it goes? I sure like (laughs) shadow customer or whatever they're called. I sure do. Um, you know, and we've got some pretty good vendors in Atlanta. And so sometimes I'll pop up and just order from them. And sometimes I'll order for uh, and have it delivered to me if I can't, you know, make it out there. Um, but yes, I do. Not necessarily for um, sh- shadowing sake, because we have a rating system uh, built in that kind of helps us, you know, keep track of how well folks are doing um, so that we can uh, ensure customer satisfaction and make sure that they are providing good service but i just order because the food looks and tastes good (laughs) photography is everything online ladies and gentlemen let me tell you so yes if you're investing in the website invest in the photography yes 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 and there's so many courses to help you along with that if you're you know worried about getting the right photographer out there so that's awesome and Mm -hmm. even that i mean just to i mean people this is an opportunity to go experience what it, what it really means to talk to a photographer about and and get a feel for displaying food if you want the experience it, it teaches you a lot about food and coloring and pairings and who it's a whole mm-hmm. new world once you start talking about photography and film with food and then trying to get it on tv or on the website so talk to people mm-hmm. who are knowledgeable and it's free there's so many people out there, freelance and freelance websites uh, for mm-hmm. freelance photographers and stuff. Use those. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you gain your customers? You talked a little bit about the hardship of it at the beginning, but mm-hmm. I mean, how ultimately, with some competition out there, do you? I don't want to use the word convince because that's not. How do you provide them with this? How do you get them to believe in the solution you're providing? 
um, to make that transition or, or sign up for your services? I mean, if you under, I mean, how do you go to market it for lack of a better term? I'm not asking the question properly, but I think it's okay. I think I understand. Uh, well, we have a two pronged approach. We actually have um, folks who go in person to various business owners, may order, try their food, that kind of thing, and discuss the benefits of the system with them. Um, and then we also contact uh, folks on their own mediums, whether it be their website or any social media platform. Um, you know, and so that's that's where the bulk of the businesses have come from. And also uh, word of mouth. Now the word of mouth folks are quicker to upload a menu and get started like same day. But um, the others take a little bit of, you know, courting for for a little bit but the easy thing about chef tanded is like i said you have almost instant access to um the information and many people they'll sign up and run test orders and they're like whoa i don't have to worry about calling orders anymore i don't have to worry about somebody emailing me and then it getting lost and everything else um so really the product once people have tried the product even consultants are like this is a great solution that I can provide for other restaurants or food entrepreneurs, carts, you know, pastry chefs, you know, and the like. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's 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 been that approach, like I said, in person and then online through their platforms and then getting them to believe in it is 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 really just the work of, you know, the, the product. I'm trying out the product. That's exciting. It's exciting mm -hmm. stuff. And so, I mean, did you used to do that? Is that how you um, train them? I'm, or, or was it something that sort of came on later after you've got enough people sound, uh, signed up, you sort of grew the business with that face-to-face -face contact? Or was that something you did at first? No, we did that straight out the gate. <laughs> yeah. So you did it first before you could train someone else to do it? Absolutely. As <laughs> so tough as I it is. Yeah, I stand by it because, you know, I used it myself. And even before I had drivers, I was hiring my own drivers, you know. So I used it for myself in an attempt to, you know, scale a business myself and, you know, streamline the process and, and all of that. So, um, yes, I, I used it myself and, and tested every aspect. And then we just went straight to the market. So what are some of the basic things if you have a new uh, client signed up, the advice you give them when it comes to the pickup um, or delivery business? Um, if they said, you know, what could you could you help me? This is new to me. You know, what are, you know, five? I don't know. Just th I'm throwing out numbers. Uh, things that you could would really help me to know. Um, about this business that could help me benefit my clients or customers or, or any topic, for example, um, operations, mm -hmm. whatever? Sure. So when it comes to the customer side, you know, um, and it comes to them picking up, just make sure that the place is clearly marked so that your customers know where to go and that the food is packed safely, you know, um, 
And that's pretty much it because once that order is completed, the customer will be um, have access to um, a survey where they can give them feedback and they'll they'll get their rating. So that's pretty much it when it comes to the customer side. Just make sure it's great quality, make sure it's packed well, and make sure wherever the pickup location is is clearly marked. Now, in terms of operations, you know, from a business standpoint, you know make sure that you have your menu set up. Um, And I tell them very simply like, hey, everybody's got a phone that has a notepad in it. Write down your menu in your notepad. You know what I mean? So that you can have it and make changes and upload it just as you have it there so that you have all your options, all your add-ons, whatever you want to do there. Make sure that, especially for my food trucks and food carts, make sure that your address is updated before you know you open up because many of them change locations you know sometimes two different locations in the same day and so you want to make sure that you've gone in and um, made that adjustment Um, and then make sure that you have a dedicated device so the cool thing about chef candid is you can put it on your personal device or uh, we have hardware for you So um, if you are going to use your own device, just make sure it's dedicated um, to Chef Handed so that when you get those notifications for orders or you need to contact a customer, because that's also one of the great features, you can contact customers from um, our system without giving out your um, contact information, right? And so, and once that order is completed, then then that's that with that communication. So I, I would say that um from the when it comes to serving your customers make sure the place is clearly marked make sure the food is great and packaged well because they're getting ready to travel somewhere and then from the business standpoint just make sure that your menu is really clear your pricing is fair and that you've got that dedicated device um android ios doesn't matter because we've we've got um software that way or you can use our um hardware and that's pretty much it it's That's really awesome. an easy system. You could literally get started within an hour, <laughs> less than an hour. Yeah, we'll be talking more about this. And um, I definitely want to have you back on the podcast because I'm going to come up with a lot of questions, I think, as a round two. So just because I think this, we haven't done something like this on the podcast, but I think you have it's the right timing for this with COVID. So if, if you don't mind, I think... Um, what I'd like to do is I'd also I'd like to write some questions down, do some thoughts because I have some opportunities for this for 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 some things. But I'd like to get back on the podcast and ask uh, some more questions, maybe same time next week or the following week, where we can um, um, sort of go through those questions as I come up with them and I walk through the process. If that seems like something you might be interested in, sure. Because I want to, I, I love what you're doing and I love the connectivity. So um, on that note, I'm going to end my questions there and save the rest for next time. But okay. as we start to wrap it up, um, tell people how they can find you, um, um, where they where they can go if they have a delivery company to find you guys and where they can go if they're a restaurant or a food truck to find you guys um, mm-hmm. or just sort of give them an idea um, to navigate their way through the process. Sure. So if you are just 
looking for us, you can go to Instagram and we are there at Chef Handed. That's C-H-E-F-T-H-A-N-D-E-D. So it's Chef with a T in it, Chef Handed. And you can also go to our website, ChefHanded.com. Again, that's C-H-E-F-T-H-A-N-D-E-D.com. Um, and you can contact us in either location. And if you want to sign up, uh, you can easily do that from the website. So you just go to um, chefcandid.com. There is a red button, I believe, on the website that says get started uh, or join us. And then you, you can become a partner there. And it's, it's a pretty easy process. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone, for listening in. Again, you can... Find us on um, Instagram and, and Facebook. And if you like what uh, Chef Tanded is doing, take a look, guys. Um, really, there's a lot of listeners out there, a lot of food trucks that listen in. Um, you know, even potential around the world, there's obviously applications around this. We have an international audience. These things will help you get through the current situation you're in. You're trying to find solutions. These are solutions. Um, so take them seriously and do, do this as well. Pass on this episode or pass on what Chef Tan is doing so they have other solutions or they know solutions are out there for them. Um, that it's not something that people are out there trying to help them um, and help them connect the pieces and, and reinvent their businesses uh, in the ways that are needed right now. So pretty cool. So thank you guys very much for listening in and enjoy your weekends. Thank you, Justin. Thanks, Justin.